In the shadow of the warehouses, Kevin saw hardly any stars, fewer even than at home. The red light of a passing plane winked overhead. A breeze kicked up, sweeping a crumpled newspaper in the gutters. Their shoes crunched on broken beer bottles. The temperature dropped the closer they drew to the bus. A cold knife through his clothes turned his skin to goose flesh. Rude stopped before he got to the door. Oscar sent us, he called. No one answered. Kevin sidled up to him and kept his voice low. Not sure why, but it seemed like he ought to stay quiet. You sure anyone's home? It's early, but maybe they took off already. No, Rude said. Just wait. A wind blew again, this time from inside the bus. The hairs on Kevin's arms stood up like antenna. That's our cue, Rude said. A well and truly freaked out cue. Whatever you say. Rude climbed the steps. Kevin half expected him to get struck by lightning or vanish into thin air. Why would he think that? In any case, nothing bad happened. Rude glanced over his shoulder. It's all right. Kevin didn't wait to be told twice. His life may have taken a dumpster dive in the last couple of days, with people talking about him behind his back, but whatever they called him, it wouldn't be chicken shit. He shouldn't have worried. He'd been right. No one home. Plus, the occupants had to be hippies. Or else hippies had exploded all over the inside of the bus. The sweet scent of pot and patchouli incense permeated the whole place. Tiny, tinkling wind chimes hung near the windows. Every available ceiling space had been papered with blacklight posters. So many he couldn't make out the images on them. Along the edges of the center aisle, candles burned in deep glass jars, their glowing wicks almost drowned in melted wax. Bicycle handlebars and chains and pedals lay strewn on the ripped vinyl bench seats, except on every third seat, where pillows and blankets had been gathered into piles to protect unframed oil paintings on stretched canvases. Good paintings, as far as Kevin could tell. The longer they stood there, the thicker the air got and charged with electricity, the kind that shocked, or if it got strong enough, the kind that could do some damage. It wasn't enough that the hair on his arms stood up. All the hair on his head did, too. Rude got lucky having that bus cut. Rude cocked his head, listening. To what? She wants a song! Rude said. She who? The one who lives here? They want offerings or we have to leave. Rude launched into a rousing, off-key version of Every Rose Has Its Thorn, which Kevin couldn't believe Rude even knew. Kevin had never heard him sing before, and he felt pretty sure he never wanted to again. The whole thing couldn't end fast enough. When it did, the quality of the air had changed. He could breathe better, 
He didn't feel like he might be electrocuted any minute. And there was a girl at the back of the bus. A girl with actual attached gossamer wings.